Hey, y'all, welcome back. We got another one for you. Uh, welcome to another episode of The Vault. I'm Anthony. My name's Chris, y'all. And that's Chris, the one and only. Chris, how you been, man? Uh, man, you know, I've been I've been a little a little busy here, a little busy there. Uh, um, it's been kind of like grind time season for me. So, um, yeah, I've just been taking it one step at a time. But how about you? Same here, taking it one step at a time, learning to uh, slow down, uh, stop being so hard on myself, you know, when it comes to ambition and things of that nature. Hmm. You want to explain a little further? Um, just like, you know, I, I, I try to tackle my time between like, you know, watching TV, you know, spending time with my wife and also trying to feed into my creative side, you know, read more, but I'm just, uh, I'm just learning to kind of slow down a little bit. Mm. Oh, and do the podcast thing with you and, you know, my other podcast show. Yeah, I get that. Um, you know, there are certain times when that's, when that's needed, you know, when you got to realize, uh, okay, you know, I don't, um, I don't have to be so, I guess, uptight. Would you would you say that's that's the word or yeah uptight you know remember to have fun you know you know what I'm saying yeah yeah I get it yep okay. uh yeah that's pretty much it um so how has the business been going there ain't nothing really new with me but I'm I'm, I'm interested in what you do. <laughs> Um, so with the, with the business, man, it's been, it's been going good. I had some, I had some lessons that I, um, recently learned, um, and without going too much into details, um, always make sure that your clients, you know, put down a deposit, um, cause, mm. uh, you know, if there's other opportunities, whatever that happened to be on that same day, and then you're holding that day and then the client says, Oh, you know what, you know, we're, we're going to pass this time. And then you have to, you know, let's say another company was trying to get you that day. You said no already kind of blows up in your face, you know? So, um, always make sure that you have a deposit, uh, system, whatever deposit system. I don't care if it's, if it's $1 down, actually, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that, but, <laughs> uh, you know, just something that shows that, you know, a client is serious about booking your services. That's uh, extremely important. So I learned a lesson this month and uh, I'm, I'm taking that in stride. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Hey. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so you told me some important things, uh, man. Um, Go and ahead. Then, uh, um, important things. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you. Oh, um, well, I mean, well, as far as anything else, um, I mean, I've, I worked, <laughs> had the chance to work with a Disney star. Um, nice. Uh, this particular individual. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's been an interesting experience. This particular individual, uh, plays on a, uh, he's a major character, um, on, a show on Disney. Uh, I don't want to say any names yet. I don't know. I'm not under a contract, but I can't speak about it. But I just I understand. I understand. I just don't want to do it yet. Yeah. 
Um, so uh, he just had a event this past weekend. Um, it was a backpack giveaway. Uh, so he was here in Detroit. And he was doing something for the community. It turned out really good, man. I mean, there was like so many kids there, you know, obviously Disney Channel, right? But uh, yeah, so many kids there. And um, I got to I got to film the entire event. Um, got to film like shout outs for every single vendor that was there. I got my own shout out as well, as well as a testimonial. Um, and then also, of course, the event coverage itself. So it's a lot of content, um, made quite a few connections, you know, through this experience. So we'll see where this goes, man. Like this could be an entryway into into Hollywood, right? So it actually we'll see. could, man. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm excited, even though I might, I might not sound like it, but I'm, I'm excited. I'm just a little tired today. I know, man. I know we do these things late, but um, that's great, man. I'm, 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 I'm happy to hear that for you. Uh, now you had told me some, you had told me some pretty exciting news where you said you finally got in a snowfall. Oh man, you know, you know, I've been watching a lot of these, I guess, you know, drug shows, you know, power, the power universe, you know, raising Canaan and, you know, whichever other series they have within that universe, I've been watching them all and um, snowfall. It's not within the power universe, but it is its own show and it's pretty darn good, man. Um, I would say this is more, a little bit more intriguing than, than power. Um, just the way the show is set up. Uh, it just feels more like a long movie as opposed to like power gives you these little quick hits. Uh, Snowfall mm -hmm. gives you these longer doses, I guess you could say, you know, um, it pulls you in, uh, it pulls you in differently. So, um, but yeah, man, I like it. I'm on season four. Um, I forgot what episode, but I'm on, I, it might be episode five or so, but yeah, season four around episode five. I, I'm loving it, man. Um, Franklin is a, is a little businessman. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm so glad you got into it. Cause it's like, I'm glad you weren't put off by it. Cause I know like season one can like put a lot of people off with how slow it is. But I like that you stuck with it because, like, I feel like season two onward, you get more hooked into the story. Uh, because season one, I feel like you you've seen a lot of if you know a lot about you know the, the way crack started over on the west side, um, yeah, on the west coast, not on the east coast where we're from. But if you hear a lot about that, you kind of know the story. But in FX takes very takes a lot of liberties with it. But um, I like how the three key players you have in the story which are franklin uh my man who works for the cia uh reed, reed. and uh my man um uh, mexican dude uh also uh, what's his name also also i like how their paths converge over the course of the series and become stronger and stronger and more complex and i like how the show kind of zeroes in more on franklin because he's the most interesting character uh, well, Reed is technically, but Franklin is the most captivating. I'll say that he—he's—he's he's the like like Damon Idris' performance pulls you in through Franklin. You know? Yeah. Oh man, I'm so dude. I already knew you was gonna say it's better than Power. I was just waiting for you to wake up because <laughs> that is a great show, bro. Yeah. Um. The you know, 
I remember you said that season one was kind of slow, but it didn't feel slow to me. Um, hmm. It felt, you know, because in season one, you see Franklin start off as just a kid that, you know, doesn't know much about that, you know, about the drug game. And then you go into season two and he starts to learn a little bit more. And you see his confidence grow. Um, and uh, it's interesting to watch, um, you know, as a business owner myself, you start to see some of those, uh, the like the the mindset of a true business owner in in Franklin, and it's it's interesting to watch, especially as I'm on, as I'm on my own journey. Like I feel like I'm on a, a parallel with him. I'm not in the same industry. Let's let's get that correct. Right, <laughs> in the right, video right. content industry. He's definitely in the drug game, but um, you know, for me, I'm I'm learning. Uh, you know, some things are just business. Some policies you have are just you know are for business um and i'm watching some of that play out in 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 the show so it's it's kind of a a learning experience as well as a very entertaining one yeah oh i know what i was going to bring up to you oh okay so 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 far you what you giving it a five out of five so far as you're getting into it um I'll say I can't give it a five out of five. Um, just, just I gotta finish it first. I'll say that. <laughs> but so I give it. I get right now. I give it a four point five out of five. Yeah. Okay. All right. I got now. You. Now this this the, the next season is that the last season? Season five. Season five has season five already been out yet? I think it. I think it did drop. Okay, if it did drop, then that's not the last season. The next season that's being filmed is probably going to be the last season. Okay. All right. So, hey, I'm, I'm catching up. Yeah, man. You're, you're getting up there, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I now know what I was going to bring up to you, bro. Bro, listen, man. I finally watched uh, Behind Her Eyes. You know that show that's on Netflix? Oh, yeah. What did you think, man? Want the what? good news? You want the good news or the bad news, bro? Okay. You know what? okay bad bad news first bad news first bro it was just boring to me man what really it was slow to me bro because i i I knew there was some major twist coming but i was like yeah i'm not that invested in these characters kind of like stick around before i figure out what the twist is wow you know the acting was good but Mm -hmm. it was just it was just so slow and i was like man what's 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 going on here like what, what, <laughs> i know i know the wife is creepy but what's what's going on you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. oh man i'm surprised man i mean well i mean i mean i guess as, as surprised as i as i can be but um i i thought that you would have you would have liked it but I, I like the storytelling aspect of it um mm-hmm. and i think the twist is pretty well done but it's just it's the execution, the way that, I don't think that I don't think that needed to be a show. Mm. A movie would be better. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Um, uh, a movie would have done it more justice. I mean, um, because it, it kind of, it you know, it's based off of a book. Um, mm-hmm. I forgot the, the name of the author, but it's based off of a book and there was no like book two to to that book. So they were trying to decide if they were, you know, going to go forward with, or at least fans are trying to see if they were going to go forward with the season two, but there was no material to go off of. So I think it's better if they just leave it where it is 
And in that in that sense, in that vein, I think mm-hmm. it it would have been better as a a film. Yeah, I mean, I could tell it's 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 definitely your type of show. I, I can see that off the bat. You know, it's uh it it's it's dark. Uh, you know, it has um some psychological moments to it. I said, okay, this is Chris's type of show, but I just <laughs> I couldn't get with it, man. I just could not get with it. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Um, there's there's plenty of other shows that you know I will probably recommend in the future. So hey, no, nah, please do. Hey, just be prepared. <laughs> please do. Uh, but uh, switching back to you, um, you told me you had saw some other stuff in addition to uh, Snowfall. Finally saw No Way Home. I finally saw No Way Home, and that was that was a. a beautiful movie it was it was a great execution um wasn't it great and uh i mean at this point i just yeah it was i i I would assume at this point that everybody has seen it so i'm just gonna say some stuff but um uh you're probably the the only person in the universe (laughs) well um so the 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 two spider-mans kind of mentoring peter or the the peter that we know the most current Peter, um, uh, them mentoring him was interesting to see, and um, and how they put off, you know, all those bad guys um, showing up in the same uh, multiverse or universe, whatever. I loved right. it, man. I loved it. Um, yeah, it was. It was. I can see now why I think it was on Netflix. Um, I can see now why like all of the old Spider-Mans were trending uh, because you, you, I, I kind of wanted to go back and watch them again too. I didn't have the time to, but I wanted to. Um, but I, I say I give it a 4.5 out of five. That's fair. Yeah, it was a very good movie. Very good on nostalgia. Um, yeah. Very good on storyline. There was some surprise twists throughout. Uh, and great callbacks too, man. If you've seen mm-hmm. all of the Spider-Mans, they have some great callbacks. Yeah. Oh, and there that that scene when um when what was it Andrew Garfield when he caught uh, Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah, that was it, a good moment. That was a good moment. That was that was dope. Like for for those that haven't seen that one, um you could miss it but like his acting was on point with that yeah yeah and it was just such a felt moment that everybody was like i was like ah man that's him redeeming himself you know right. yeah yeah, so man. Yeah, yeah no way home was very good um trying to think what else i saw because i know we were talking like before we started um oh so I think you would actually like this show. Uh, there's a show on Apple TV. If you catch it anywhere, I would say give it a chance. But uh, it's called Severance. Okay. Now, um, produced and co-directed by Ben Stiller. Um, it's not a. It's kind of a comedy, but it leans more into sci-fi drama. Um, it has Adam Scott from uh, Parks and Recreations. I think that's his name, Adam Scott. You know him if you saw him, but anyway, he's like the lead actor in in the in the show, and it's a, it's it's a great storyline, man. So it's about this company that a man works at, where it's like the people who work there, they they have a twist on the nine to five uh, whole um, thing, 
So people who work there, they agree to get a chip put in their brain that um, when they start nine to five, they they go into a split personality and they don't know what happens at work. So by the time work ends, they can come out and like never have to like think about work or be stuck in the work and just live their lives. So, you know, their lives are like from like 5 p.m. to like 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 9 a.m. You know, that's pretty dope. That's a dope concept. It is a dope concept. But, you know, like with all sci fi concepts, there's a dark side to it. Yes. You know, <laughs> so something a little uh, weird um, beneath the surface. And man, it's just a great show, man. It has layers. It has twists. Uh, very entertaining, dude. If you ever catch it, if you ever get a free child or use somebody's other Apple TV subscription or whatever, I, I'd say watch it, man. Or even if it ends, it ends up going to Tubi or something like just yeah. like get, give it a watch. It's very good. Is it only one season so far? It's one season so far, and they're heading into their second. Okay, yeah, that sounds that sounds really good. I actually, I kind of, I kind of just wanted to start watching it as soon as you described the the nine to five bit. Um, yeah, that almost makes me want to get a subscription to Apple TV. <laughs> and it and it gets deep too because the people who work, the people who the the characters who live in the nine to five world, they're like they don't know anything about their real selves. Mm-hmm. They just exist in a nine to five world and they they want to know about their real selves. You know, it's like mm-hmm. they call the people who who are on the outside their outies mm-hmm. and the people who work in a nine to five. The the real people who are every day like us call them the innies, mm-hmm. you know, like. um. So they'd be like, man, I wonder if I have kids. I wonder if I'm married. I don't know nothing about my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's crazy, man. That sounds really cool. Um, yeah, I might, I might have to check that out. Um, I don't know when I'm gonna check it out. Cause that's a whole nother subscription or maybe, maybe if I get a free trial, but you know, like you said, but, um, I don't really like that concept. That's dope. Let me tell you something, man. I just, um, I just got, a on my, uh, fire stick for $4 a month. I, uh, subscribe to a uh, PBS documentaries. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, man. When I was in when I, when I took my social studies class in like high school, I used to be like so bored by that stuff, like, you know, like history and stuff like that. Cause you know, I wasn't really concerned about that as a teenager, you know, watching stuff now, it's like so fascinating to me, man. Like um, right now I'm watching the Vietnam war by a great documentarian who does a lot of PBS films called Ken Burns. Mm-hmm. And, and I like how he's looking, he's looking at it from both sides. Like he's looking at it from the Vietnamese, um, view of it because the war kind of started for them when they were trying to like reclaim their nation from France. And then the North and the North Vietnam and South Vietnam kind of became kind of clashed. And that kind of led to, I'm not giving you the whole story yet, but that kind of was like the, the beginning of the whole of the Vietnam war, kind of like the prologue to it. And then it takes the perspectives of the American soldiers who signed up, you know, cause uncle Sam told them, you know, we need you. Yeah. And uh, how it psychologically took a toll on them because it was such yeah. a horrific war. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was one of those wars that like. Unlike the meaning behind World War Two, which was to defeat Hitler, like the Vietnam War really had no meaning. It really didn't need to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, like, like there was a morality choice. But there was a morality decision reason behind world war ii 
and it was yeah. to take down Adolf. But Vietnam War was just like one hand didn't know what the other hand was doing, and it was just all it was just all was chaotic mess. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. No, I um, uh, I should probably get more into history. I, you know, I feel like um, I feel like that's going to be something that I I kind of gain more interest in as I get older. Um, Mm -hmm. so I guess, you know, starting off with films wouldn't be a bad idea. It's made so well, like, you know, they got this method. We're going to talk film here a little bit. They got this uh, method in editing. I don't know which software uses it, whether it's final cut or something, but they, they got the Ken Burns method where what he does is he takes like an old photograph of somebody with somebody narrating him like through the audio. And like, he zooms in on Mm -hmm. the photograph of like Benjamin Franklin or whatever. And while somebody's talking like, um, you know, such and such, such and such quote, uh, where, wherever I said it at 19, 1864, but like he zooms in on it while some music is playing and while the music is playing with the narration, it comes off so sophisticated, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. when you're dealing with something like the Vietnam War, you have actual footage where he doesn't have to do that, but he still kind of has that effect a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so 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 he has some artistic flair thrown into his documentaries. Yeah, it's what is what he's known for. Yeah, that's interesting. So so um, you 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 finished it right because it's it's a film, right? Oh, it's a ten part miniseries, bro. Oh wow, I'm still on the first part. I, that's why I told you I'm just telling you the beginning. Yeah, but like um, it cuts from like. It keeps going from like the the forties to the sixties. Like it keeps cutting back and forth, but it does it in a way. Like it cuts to the sixties to give you like perspectives of soldiers that were in the war, and then it cuts back to the narrative as it builds up to where Vietnam got to its dirtiest and like like most uh, unsustainable. Like wow. the war, the war got to its most unsustainable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yo. Yeah. Uh, keep me updated. Let me know, because uh, that's a 10-part series. So is that like, are they an hour and a half each, or do they vary? Yep. Yeah, it's one of those. But it's like, it's one of those where it's like, you know, it's so informative, man. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, you, you can't really go wrong with it. Okay. You know what, you know what I find interesting is like, um, and this, this happens with films and documentaries and stuff, but... Um, I remember when I was in college or even in high school and I would do a paper and like, you know, you gather all this information and, you know, you sift through it to figure out what's going to end up in your paper. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, but in that process, you learn so much more than what you're even putting in the paper. So you give people like a summary of like a lot of things, but you know, like detailed facts. And so yeah. then if somebody asks you a question about, hey, you know, what what did you mean when, when you were talking about this part of your paper? You could be like, oh, well, I got that from this source that cited this blah, 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 blah. So, you know, so much. So it's the same thing with like filmmakers and especially documentaries, like people that uh, that make documentaries. They know so much more information than they're even putting in the film. Yeah. And so, like, when, when you talk to them, they are so well versed on that subject Mm. and um so it actually really helps to like make a documentary because the thing is when you make a documentary 
you're probably starting off from text, right? Some kind of textual knowledge. And then you go into maybe like interviews with people that have, you know, that experienced it or whatever. And then you talk with, you know, whoever else about right, it. And right. then you make the film. So like, you know, you know so much more than what's even being put into that 10. I mean, this this is a, a 10 episode miniseries and each one is like an hour to hour and a half, maybe two hours, whatever. So imagine the lot. knowledge this guy has. Yeah. Yeah. I It's an art form. It's really an art form. And I have much respect for it. You know, like he has a lot of great documentaries, man, that are critically acclaimed outside of like presidents and stuff. He has like a, a three part documentary on Muhammad Ali, uh, Ernest Hemingway, a uh, two parter on Jackie Robinson. You know, um, I think recently he just did. Um, I don't know if recently he did Benjamin Franklin, but like he he has some great documentaries under his belt, bro. And like he I know one thing I have seen by him back when I was living in Michigan, I, it was a 10 part documentary called Jazz. And it was just strictly about the history of jazz up until like when they stopped filming. So basically the 90s. And uh, it was great, man. Like somebody who likes jazz such as myself, it was just great seeing like the beginning of like Satchmo, you know, Louis Armstrong. Cab Calloway, Duke Ellington, and how that kind of morphed over time to Miles Davis. And it was just, yeah, like it made me interested in jazz even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I get that, man. Um, uh-huh. I can't you gotta, wait to make films again, bro. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You got to be in it, though, too, because they throw a lot of information at you. And like, yeah. while it can be entertaining, it's very, it's very educational too. I mean, you can just sit, you can just have it on and watch it. But I feel like you, you get like a lot of backstory and a lot of depth to what's going on, like second by second. You know that 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 brings up the uh, the question of you know what's what's the best way that you know each like a, a individual learns in. 2022 like you got some people that still learn from books others that learn from audio and then others that learn from you know video um so yeah i think that depends on the person like you know like i like audio books i do but i like i do audio when it's when it's fiction or it's like or when it's a non-fiction i do like autobiographies and stuff like that but when it's something detailed like vietnam I don't know if I can do that all audio. I think I might need to physically read that first. Yeah, I feel that. You know, whereas fiction, you're going by like, okay, this plot line just happened. Now we're going into this plot line. Yeah. And and I'm meeting this character in real life. It's like you could take you could take real life figures as characters and like events as plot lines. But it becomes a bit more. I don't know, because it's real life. I can't really look at it like it's a story. Mm -hmm. That's just my mind. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Oh, snap. Uh, all right, minutes. man. <laughs> yeah, we got five. Uh, I'm going to say this, man. Listen, man, I never thought I would get into this show, dude, but I've been getting hooked on Survivor, man. Mm, okay. So so, what, so what's hooked you? Now, you already knew you threw regular people into the jungle and, you know, they, they play competitions and they try to survive, you know, Survivor. But it's like... It's so good, man. And, and like each season kind of wraps up nicely. It's like 12 episodes, 12 episodes, at least a season. But it's like it's uh, it's so fast. You know, it goes by so fast and it's so addictive. And you like you like 
seeing the people kind of like have conflict within their tribes and stuff and try to scheme to get each other out. It's just very entertaining, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it seems like one of those shows, man. So that, I think that that show used to come on Discovery Channel. It's always been on CBS. C- oh, CBS. Then yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of a different one because there's I think been you're a- thinking of Alone. OK, you're, I think you're, you're either think you think you're thinking of Alone. OK. All right. Yeah, that's more of a solo competition. OK. Um, yeah, man. But I would say, you know, um, I know you're not a reality guy, but if you ever want to sit back and watch an episode, they, it gets interesting. Like it's very entertaining and very like uh, it feels like it. It feels kind of feels like an action show. I'm gonna be honest. That's interesting because so when, when I was in college, I, I actually watched more reality TV, but that's probably because me and my friends were drinking more. And so it was just like Jersey Shore. It comes on. Right. And so you just drink right, and right, watch right. Jersey Shore. But um, but yeah, I, th- I think, yeah, you're you're right. You know, in my alone time. I'm not that much of a reality TV guy, but it can hook me, though. Like me and my wife have watched some stuff where, where we've been like, you know, what? let's let's watch the next episode. So I think. I honestly think y'all would like married at first sight. My we wife did. and <laughs> nice. We watched that. Yeah. That's a good show, man. We've been uh my wife and I have been watching that show for like the past few seasons and um we 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 really liked it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good one. We did watch one season where it was boring. I think it was like season three or something. I I forgot. Don't don't quote me on that. But it was one season oh, where we didn't back. even Yeah, it was one season we didn't even really make it through because it was like we we don't know what was up with that season, but it was just boring. And we were like, okay. I can imagine that it, it probably took that show a few seasons to get its footing. You mm-hmm. know, I know Pastor Kyle didn't really show up until season four, I believe. And he's like mm-hmm. one of the best things about the show. Um, as far as like the the marriage advisors. Uh so yeah, I could t- I could see that it could probably take a while to get its footing. Uh yeah, man. I mean, like, listen, when you find the right reality show, it could be the most surprising one that hooks you. And it's addicting sure. too. Like the reality shows are so addicting. It's ridiculous. For sure, for sure. Um, all right, man. I think that uh that wraps it up for me. Yeah. Um, same here, man. Um, I don't have anything else. I I feel like I've definitely seen more, but I, I can't re- remember all that I've seen. So maybe on the next episode we'll we'll play catch up. For sure. All right, y'all. Been another great episode of the vault. Like, share, and subscribe. Uh, We will catch you on the next one. Peace.